Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And to prepare for Adam's review, I rewatched the Lego movie. The movie that we'll be covering is Schindler's List. <laughs> no, no, Lego, Lego Movie 2, semicolon, the second part. I thought it was semicolon the second movie. The sec- maybe it's the okay. second movie. And it's, you- I, I love I love that that sub like just completely unnecessary like basically restating what it already has. It just amuses me. What movie was it that it's semicolon? Um, no, it's colon part do. What is that? That's um, Hot Shots. Hot Shots part do. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I believe it was pronounced do do. Anyway, tell me about the Lego. So as it as it ended because it's so fresh. You have whatever Chris Pratt's character's name is, because I've forgotten. Oh. Andy? No, that's a different show. Whatever his character's name is. He... I want to say it's Owen, but it's not Owen. No. That's his character from... <laughs> it's, it's a considerably it's whatever different Chris... character than the character he played in Chris Jurassic Pratt World. as a Lego. Uh, he... I don't think that's his name either. He becomes, you know, the, the every builder, and they all build their own stuff, and then Will Ferrell stops being a jerk, and he's nice to his kid again, and they don't glue together the Legos, and everybody's happy. Dare I say, at the end of that movie, everything is awesome. That is what the film would have you believe. Mm-hmm. However... It is not. Okay. So does it pick up right where they're singing in awesome, awesomeness? Or is it like, like, kind of like a Back to the Future yeah, 2 situation? Or is situation? it like 10 years later? Or it's, a, it's, it's sometime like after, like I don't think it's quite 10, but like it's a, it's kind of a desolate wasteland. And oh, so like the kids have grown up and the dad doesn't play with it anymore? It's there. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, got into there late. So I didn't get to see. Oh. The first like five minutes, but by the oh. time I enter, it's a desolate wasteland, okay. like, almost in its own like Mad Mask, Mad Mask, Mad Max esque uh, scenario. Okay, that could be funny. Uh, L- Lucy, Lucy is very distraught and uh, very very dark, um, and of course uh, not Owen. What, why can I not think of his name? It's uh, Emmett. Emmett. Yes, Emmett. There yes, we go. Yes. I I kept saying that, but I was like, no, that's Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Why Why do I keep thinking Emmett? Because his name was Emmett. That's Virtually, why. you can turn on any movie from the 80s and go, you know what? That's Doc Brown. That's, hey, that's Doc Brown. Chris Chris Lloyd was a little bit of everywhere then. That's right. Anna However, Grace was watching The Adams Family as I left today, and Uncle I said, hey, Fester. hey, that's Doc Brown. What? I said, yep. And what's what's funny is uh, Lego Back to the Future even plays into this film at one really? point. There, there is a cameo that I couldn't tell for certain. I'm not going to ruin it here, um, but there is a there is a very specific celebrity cameo in this movie that is that actual character. Like, doesn't really have any bearing on the plot. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, if they got him to do that, that would be... And then you, you hear the voice, and I'm like, maybe it's somebody that's just really, really good. But I looked it up like, no, it's it's evidently them. That's like, awesome. And what's so funny is, on my way over here to meet you, I passed an older white panel van, and to myself, I said, Adam, the Libyans. <laughs> <laughs> and 
you know, not everyone would get that. Nothing against Libyans. Back to the future. No, this is 1985 was a different time. That's right. A when very, you could say things like a that. A very different time. <laughs> and have the highest grossing film of the year. That's right. <laughs> so, however you want to look at that. Isn't it interesting how going through film, you can tell to some extent who the who the United States is friends with? You can almost carbon date a film or a TV show like based on your, like your references like okay if you watch an episode of friends you can almost get it down to the week what style like was like they're so trendy mm-hmm. on that and like in the same way like okay any any James James Bond mm-hmm. is a a perfect example you can almost tell who we are either like having some kind of like a stalemate with or a war with because it always seems like he's fighting those individuals like during the cold war mhm all, all of, the, all of them were were Russians. Yeah, there's always the Russians. If they the would have made guys. one during the 1940s, I'm sure James Bond would have been fighting the Germans. Mm-hmm. And dare I say, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but in the original Star Trek TV show, yeah, we'll get back to the movie review. Stuff it. In the original Star Trek TV show, show the Klingons who looked like uh, average everyday people, the Without Klingons, their forehead ridges and yes, what have you. yes, the Klingons were representing the Russians. Were they not in a... They were supposed to be yes. kind of a... Yeah. And so, very interesting. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Whereas in, by the time you get to the 90s, like late 80s, they have more of a Japanese influence. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It's a thing. Yeah. Okay, continue. Um, any Russians in the second Lego movie? Um, I don't think they had any Lego Russians. Uh, okay. Per se. Uh, Lego Batman is back. Okay, which, excellent. That's the best part. Which, I mean, honestly, like, mm. if you will look at the, the spinoffs, like, Batman was interesting enough and Batman is interesting enough. Let's, Why don't we just make Will Arnett Batman, like, in a live action? Well, I mean, the, Warner Brothers is looking for... Why not? Is he too old? I well, mean, the guy that directed Lego Batman is directing... The Nightwing movie. Nightwing mm-hmm. is Robin when he grows up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's grown up Dick Grayson or Richard Grayson, however however you prefer. So I mean, it's not outside of the realm of possibility that somebody from the Lego franchise be directing or involved with a mainline DC movie. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a younger Batman. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that Will Arnett is necessarily younger. And I think Matt Reeves is probably going to do a more serious take on the character. But uh, if you will look at the Rotten Tomato scores, Lego Batman is one of the best-reviewed Batman movies of all time. Lego Batman, I just wasn't in the mood for some reason when we turned it on. You know, sometimes just you're just not, I don't know. We, uh, I wasn't in the mood. But what I heard was hilarious, so I need to rewatch it and pay attention. We took the kids to see it in the theater in full, like, regalia. Like, I was dressed as Superman. Uh, Colt was dressed as Batman. Like, everybody was dressed as a DC, like, character. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So, like, not only were we in the mood for it, I mean, like, we were we were zeroed in, like, on it. I mean, they the first movie kind of caught me by surprise. Like, I was really just expecting an hour and a half, two hour commercial for Legos. Like, right. I went because uh, Legos. Yeah, and I was. <laughs> I had just kind of. I had sat back. I had kind of prepared myself for it. 
And then it was really clever and mm-hmm. funny and well written. And I was like, uh, I'm in. What? What? Like, just like I said, completely out of left field, was not expecting to enjoy that movie the way that I did. And like, so now let's talk about the follow up to that movie that we're actually reviewing. Now, I will say, I think this one was probably. 40% less clever. Mm-hmm. Now, it is, uh, Lord and Miller did write this one, but they did not direct it. Okay. Um, the, did Lord and Taylor direct it? Um, I don't believe that they did. <laughs> um, however, the gentleman that did direct it, um, as, I, as I discovered later, had uh, quite the interesting filmography. Um, not... Like uh, you you see uh, Lord and Miller go on to direct Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they got fired from Solo, but I mean, the, the two of them uh, end up having a a lot of hands in a lot of different pots. Like they wrote one of them wrote um, Into the Spider Verse, which both of us really enjoyed. Uh, Mike Mitchell is the guy that got the directing duties on the second movie. He has done such gems as Surviving Christmas, Deuce Bigelow, <laughs> Male Gigolo. Male Gigolo. <laughs> Shrek Forever After, which oh God, everyone um, fondly remembers as the Shrek that killed the franchise. Um, so uh, you're not exactly getting your your top of the line. Oh, and for what it's worth, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Which one? Chipwrecked. Chipwrecked? Oh. <laughs> the, the Godfather 2 of yeah. chipmunk movies, maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't... I, the, the opuses? What? I'm just... So... You've got a lot less of a pedigree there, which may have contributed to less of the cleverness. I I found that about, I want to say, slightly less than halfway, it started picking up as far as, in terms of me just going, okay, okay, all right, this is funny. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, was, it was falling into a lot of the tropes that you see sequels right. fall into, and I'm just like... Did did the the fact that I didn't expect it coming from the first one, did it make it that much better? Was it that much better? Or the fact that I'm expecting so much out of the second one, is that what is kind of tempering my expectation? Here? Mm-hmm. And like by the end of the movie, um, I, I think it had found its footing, but I don't think it's as sure as the first Lego movie, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the main story is... It's a desolate wasteland, and they need to fix it and make it awesome. Well, the kind of the behind the scenes, like whereas in they were using the backdrop of the father that mm-hmm. played with this time, um, the brother and the sister need to get along, mm-hmm. and they are trying to prevent it's our our momageddon. Essentially, mom has told them if they don't play together and they they play nicely, she's going to put it all in Tupperware. Okay. So that's kind of the 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 story that you're seeing played out in the Legos, but later on you realize that it's 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 really about them trying to get along. Like Sis is taking all of his toys without asking him. So like you start seeing Batman and Lucy and uh Emmett, like they're showing up in this very, very girly world. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's got a queen, and like everything's like cakes, and like she can transform into wait, a. Wait a minute, you like cake? 
and queen. Right, right. But well, not not that kind of queen. Okay. Um, and it's like a wedding cake. Yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, cake's cake, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't. <laughs> pick Withdraw that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's it's not the cake that I would pick if you just give me a pick of any cake. That's right. Cake. You must be a girl. The uh, queen. Um, whatever she wants to be. Mm-hmm. Right? I, that, that I think they pronounce it like whatever. What whenever she. They they kind of like make it all into one word, like and because it's a fake word, I'm having a hard mm-hmm. time remembering their exact pronunciation. Like Ken Watanabe. That sounds right. Oh no, that's his actual name. Okay, that's uh, but like you're not far off on their pronunciation okay. of it. Um, but she uh, basically she takes a liking to Batman. <sighs> and, and I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. And the two of them, the kind of you're impetuous for the end of it and how she is going to bridge the gap between these two worlds, the little girl's world and the boy's world, is Batman is going to marry this queen. Because mm-hmm. she's she's kind of sly about it as well. There is an entire song about why Kryptonians are better than Gothamites. You're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested from high atop the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center with Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens. The the musical numbers, I think, are honestly what kind of started bringing it back into being clever for me. Like, when you first meet the Queen, you suspect there is something potentially sinister about her. Who voices the Queen? Um, I will have to look that up. I don't remember it directly off the top of my head, but essentially she sings a song about how sinister she isn't Mm. like it's just it's like, I don't want to kill you. I don't want to do like Mm -hmm. she's going through all these things that she doesn't want to do. And Lucy's even pointing out. She's like, all you're putting is not and no in front of really dastardly sinister sounding things and she's like no i'm not i'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that what are you, you're doing that what are you what are you talking about clever like i said it's just see uh tiffany haddish oh yeah yeah, yeah. i know who that is girl okay. girl's trip i guess the the carmichael show and something called you is wrong the carmichael show i've actually seen it's been canceled it's as things that you and i tend to enjoy it's i didn't not enjoy it but it's one of those things where i was watching something and it just kept rolling and it rolled into the carmichael show so every time i watched like bob's burgers the next thing that rolled was carmichael and so there you have it and there it was it's another thing where it he was a stand-up comic and now he got a show that which i mean tell you if, if you want your own show that seems to be the best way to go about doing it speaking of a brief aside Ray Romano has two, well, it's one stand-up special on Netflix, but he recorded two shows with different material. Gotcha. And on one of them, he said, what, you don't have your own show yet? He goes, just a minute. Everyone's, everyone gets their own TV show eventually. Everyone has a TV show. <laughs> Says Ray Romano. Yeah, like, he's pretty much right. You know, everyone, everyone gets a TV I show. I mean, everybody does love him. How could I, you not? Just saying. So, uh, back to the movie. I'm going to assume this entranced at least children aged five to ten. Well, we are taking them later. This one, oh. this one had to be done um, at the last minute for air quotes work. Yes, which Pete, which always seems to get the ire of people when I tell them I it's know. for work, and then they're like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Well, I have to go see this movie," and they're just like, "What? That's not work." And I'm like, 
Well, kind well, I have of. To, I have to. I have to. I have to have seen it in order to review it, and they're just like, "You dirty resifrescent." Do rest. you think that um, two guys dead now? Those guys, Siskel and Ebert. Yes. Okay. I don't know. Through that grand description, <laughs> I somehow. Do you think they had to take this from their friends? What, Roger, Gene, you got to go see another movie? Oh, my goodness. I'm beat, guys. I'm yeah. just What did you do? Well, I, had to, I, had to go, I watched three movies back to back today. Shut up. <laughs> and then I had to form an opinion. <laughs> yeah. oh, don't ever talk to me again, <laughs> jerk. Jeez. I wonder if they went through that. I am just going to assume they did. Probably. Like, because it wasn't that common. When they started doing it. And, and like, it'd be like, well, I, I, then I had to write an article about for the it for the Chicago's, you know. What, about a movie? Son, and they, well, yeah, but I had to put <laughs> words together he about sentenced. the movie, and they're just like, mm. listen, man, I, I, I work in a quarry, okay? <laughs> I had to it see is, a movie. It is 17 degrees outside, <laughs> and he's like... What? Withdrawn, okay. <laughs> okay. By the way, uh, Siskel and Ebert don't actually speak like that. No, no but nothing. <laughs> we didn't. I mean, it wasn't even like an It wasn't even a bad impression. Like it was. It was just a non-impression. You'll uh, you'll appreciate this. I had a conversation with a coworker the other day, and the entire conversation was both of us. <laughs> And we communicated. It's, it's, it takes talent. Yes. Very, very special. Special person. Special kind of, and I'm going to use some air quotes again. Talent. Special. Talent. So, um, I'm going to assume this left room for a sequel because Legos, you can make them into anything. Well, I mean, honestly, even if you don't, like the fact that Lego pretty much has every intellectual property, save like maybe, I think, Deadpool, Halo, the Transform. No, they've got Marvel. Oh, so like Deadpool, they actually have a Lego Deadpool. Okay, like it's not. I, I don't think it's one that necessarily is at the forefront, just because it's harder to sell that to the four to twelve crowd because he's based on a. Yeah, but you, Deadpool does have his own Lego set. I did not know that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, you Lego Marvel, Lego DC, like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Back to the Future, Ghostbuster. I mean, like just about any popular or even unpopular. I, I'm sure, like that Disney probably had one for John Carter that I don't know about. <laughs> I really did enjoy that movie. But did you enjoy it? Three hundred million dollars no, worth. Okay, I did not. That's, that's the catch. I did not. Uh, speaking of popular, which makes me think of Wicked, they have pushed back the release date on Wicked. So we're looking at Wicked, the movie coming out in twenty twenty two, I believe, Christmas twenty twenty two, and that of course leads me to Top Gun, also pushed back to twenty twenty one, like June of twenty twenty one. Aren't they also doing the Mission Impossible? Mm-hmm. They're they're doing back to back. Are they doing Lego Mission Impossible? I'd watch that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there, like, and if, I'm, eventually, let's see, because Cruise is what in his mid fifties. Mm-hmm. All right, Tom, Tom Cruise looks incredible for his age, still doing like his own stunts, all that. But at some point, Tom Cruise will age like the rest of us, like. I don't know. He is not going to be able to take those leaps off the... And I don't mean metaphorical leaps. I mean actual leaps off of buildings. Like, he's injured him. Like 
in my mind, in that Scientology building, he is the $6 million man. And they have just like replaced pieces of him. So he's kind of like Cher, but like with robot pieces. Yes. Okay. And the only thing that they're they're like letting his face age just a little. For people listening that don't know who the yeah, <laughs> they're just like who, and they're like yeah, Steve Austin. They're like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I'm like no. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, I believe they're just replacing bits and pieces of him so he can just keep going forever. Or maybe like th- this is this is like a clone. Oh, could be. I'd like they just that. keep yeah. replacing and downloading uh-huh. the memories from the previous crews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Through those uh, those canines of his, the vampire canines. I'm he thinking. Has. Yeah, I, okay. I'm just saying. At some point, Tom Cruise will not be able to do the Mission Impossible movies that he's been doing for like what a quarter of a century now. I'm tired just watching them. Like Lego Lego Mission Impossible That's seems doable. like the best possible way for. I mean, he could give up the character. And let somebody else have the franchise. But he doesn't seem like that type of person. Mm. But at least he can still voice Ethan Hunt at that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Lego Mission Impossible. Not a thing, but a thing we'd watch. Yeah. And the Lego 2, the second movie, or second part, second one. Lego 2 is G-P-G? It is. I believe it. I want to say it's P-G. Okay. I think it's peachy. That sounds right. Yes. And I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say that's what it is. So yeah, go see it. Just like, don't I mean, don't have huge expectations, but it's not bad. Like it's just like a t- temper your proper expectations. Matinee it. I would say yes. Yeah, matinee like, it. Come come for Rex Danger Vest, like and hang around for Batman. How many more days till Shazam comes out? I I want to say it's it's this summer, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was like March. Is it? No, no. That March is um. Oh dear. Not Shazam. Captain Marvel. Okay. Which funny enough was Shazam's original name until it was trademarked under DC after they had purchased Captain Marvel from Fawcett Comics. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Shazam's original name was Captain Marvel, but now Marvel owns the name Captain Marvel because mm-hmm. they created a character called Captain Marvel whenever they saw that DC had let the name lapse. It's really fun. Really just a jerk move. Yeah. Like, I think they were just like, well, we're Marvel. We should have a character called Captain Marvel. Well, doesn't DC own that now? Yeah. Check this out, though. They let it lapse. <laughs> we should totally trademark that. <laughs> There'll be two Captain Marvels. <laughs> They'll be so ticked off. So the, the Captain Marvel that's coming out, Captain Marvel is a female captain. Was that the case in the original comic books? No. Okay. I, I assumed was initially. It was an alien no. called uh, Marvel. Okay. It's Listen, if, if you want me to do a no, separate no, podcast no. explaining all of it. We'll wait. We'll wait on that. No, this, this is actually, um, do you remember Rogue from the X-Men movies? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the comic books, she took the powers from Miss Marvel. You know how she can do the touch and mm-hmm. steal people's powers? Rogue originally worked for Mystique, who was evil. Right. And she basically had her put Miss Marvel in a coma, which gave her her memories and her powers. And Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, in this movie, uh, tremendously powerful. Like, mm-hmm. b- basically, like, a- on a power level similar to that of Superman's. Okay. But in the X-Men movies that were not owned um, by Marvel at that point, uh, you have a character whose powers are based on a character that 20th Century Fox does not have the rights to. 
So they can't explain why she has the ability to fly and all this, just that she has the ability to touch other characters and take their powers. Okay. However, Disney has now purchased 20th Century Fox, so if they wanted to do a rogue that was properly powered or has the the comic book origin, they could do that now. Mm. Just a, a, a weird bit of, let's say, uh, some odd GPSing to get to that. Does Captain Marvel ever hang with Captain America? Um, This film will take place in the 90s. Oh, if you have not looked up Captain Marvel's um, webpage for the new movie, mm-hmm. it is done in like 90s, like the old like GeoCities that you like the old school Sims. 90s like type of web pages like that uh, like fans would do like it yes. looks like that that's hilarious like if if this movie had came out in 1996 mm-hmm. that's what the web page looks like but it's for the movie that's coming out it's brilliant like i i back when i had to learn html in order I, to yeah, make web pages it was it, it's fantastic like if it does not take you back like immediately like the fonts they're using the background like i think it even has a midi file that plays oh that's funny i'm just like Whoever did this for Marvel, like it, 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 they probably put it together for peanuts. But like, it is, it, it, it really does just bring you back to that moment in time. So that is the next big release. But I'm sure there are many other movies that will not fare well uh, between now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I, I would, if you're releasing a movie, I would steer clear of Captain Marvel's weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. Disney in general and Marvel specifically have a really good track record. Hey, when does Godzilla come out? That's um. I th- are you sure that you pronounce that? Correctly? It's not Godzilla. Godzilla. Um, I believe it is this summer. You talk about King of Monsters. Oh yeah, that's the what one, it's called. The one where there there's a, there's a fight. In the one with eleven in it. There's there's a whole lot of monsters Godzilla. in that movie. I like, hope it's this. I love that. I'm sure somebody will yell that at some point, and if they don't, I'll yell it for them. One of us can take care. <laughs> of it. I am pretty excited about that movie, so it better be good because I don't want to have to deal with disappointment again. So uh, Lego Two, sure, why not? And uh, thanks for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen, and I'm Adam Cravens.